Welcome to a new episode of Wrestling Rap Game, and I'm gonna, uh, you know what, this might be my new catchphrase, and we have a special, special, special guest in the building, Jack Talos. Sir, what's going on, baby? Good to How see you. Doing, you. Man? I'm well, man. It's good. It's been good seeing you, man. Good seeing you, man. Um, little, you know, I met, I've, I've met him in Dallas WrestleMania weekend. Uh, couldn't miss him. Couldn't miss him. Um, I believe it was at the Friday, the SmackDown Hall of Fame on that Friday. Yeah, we were at the Undertaker event. The Undertaker event. Yeah. Um, and. I think we were by the concessions and can't miss this dude. He's set. He's a legit seven feet. I would have. You're a legit seven feet. Shoot seven, shoot seven feet. Okay. All right. Got you. Because I was like, and the, but the thing is, I knew you from NXT. Um, you know, hanging out with O. Man, so I saw you over there, and I was like, you know, let me go say what's up to to, to bro, or whatever. And then that's when I came and hollered at you. And then it's crazy how that worked out. Then I seen you the next day at Stand and Deliver. I was gonna say you were sitting up there with O. Yeah, but I came up with you too, chilling at O, man. Because yeah. I, I was like, this is my boy. I was like, I know this dude. We just <laughs> yeah. met last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's crazy how that worked out. That I saw you at Stand and Deliver, which was a great show. Great show. Great show. You know. You know what? I don't think that. I don't even think WWE thought that was gonna be as good as it was. No, the latter match was insane. The women. The yeah. the women's match was. I mean. I thought I thought they messed themselves up once or twice. Like, yeah. like, like I said, but that falling ladder bump, yeah, worst one of the day. Yeah. Mel, hey, Mello falls right in front of me. I'm like, get your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I, 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 like I said, I, I, I didn't think that they thought that the full sale crowd would, or not full sale. I mean, they were full sale, but um, I didn't think they thought that the PC crowd was gonna come over. So it was kind of, I think, I think they surprised themselves. Yeah. With the level of success with they the found. level of success and the the crowd being into it, besides for punk ass Braun Breaker. Um, sorry, I had to. I had just to. go, just going at him. Yeah, you know, he didn't to. respect the sign. We 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 gonna we gonna touch on that. I guess I had a sign from Braun Breaker. Um, said uh, next NXT champion Odyssey Jones, and I still Shout believe out Odyssey Jones. Shout out Odyssey Jones. Um, and I still firmly believe that Odyssey Jones could be the next NEC champion. I don't know. It's going to happen. You know, I'm going to manifest it. He's going to be the next NEC champion. And, um, you know, Braun Breaker, you know, I had to show him my sign because I don't f- um, I don't beep with him. Um, I'm trying to be PG, bro. I feel it. And the uh, kids watch. Yeah, yeah, the kids, the kids watch, you know. And then uh, you know, and I got some church folks that watch this, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey. Can't let Nano see yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, and no, I had to let them know. I had to let, um, you know, Braun know, like, yo, look, your time is coming. Time is coming, my boy. So, you know, I had, and um, I saw him and I don't, I don't know the guy personally. I just don't like him as a wrestler, as a person, character, not a person. I don't know him personally. But, yeah, you know, and I had to let him know, um, your time is coming. And then um, I'm, I don't know if, how he really, truly felt. But um, I don't really care. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And um, I had to, I also called him a punk when I had the sign in his face. I said, "Listen, read my sign, you punk." And um, I don't know how he took that. He read the sign though. He did read the sign. At that point, he then read the sign. 
Yeah. Mission accomplished. Said. Yeah. And then um, let them know that uh, Odyssey Jones is coming. Odyssey Jones is coming. Big man in the house. Big man in the house. <laughs> but um, now yeah, bro. So um, then what's and then what's funnier then about Dallas is then I um when Rick Boogs got hurt. Oh man, you have no idea how many times I had to see that picture. <laughs> Because uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm friends with Ray, Ray, with Ray yeah. Cruz, right? Like I, yeah. like we, I was in the PC when I first got there. He's one of the yeah. guys that like really, like you know, like, hey man, how are you? Like he wasn't any mm-hmm. kind of snooty to me about it. Any, you know, like so many people could be, especially me walking in as green as I was, mm-hmm. and, you know, and to see that, like, because he'd worked hard for that and to yeah. see that, and then people are like, oh, that's you. I'm like, bro, that's my friend getting carried out. Hurt. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Like, yeah, it was just, <laughs> it was the thing is, it was because like. You were you, you couldn't we couldn't miss you in that. Oh episode. yeah, yeah. No, no, I stand out like a sore thumb. There's yeah. no doubt. It's like it's like see a people, see a people, see a people. Holy crap, see a people, <laughs> see a people, see a people. Yeah. You know? That's when I saw the picture, I was like, cause like that pic you the picture you're talking about kind of like went, I, I I guess you could say viral. I got I got sent it at least 20, 30 times. Yeah. Like at least. So and then I was like, when I saw I was like, oh, that there's uh you know, there's Zach. Yeah. You know, so there's Zach over there. So I'm like, I was like, oh shit, because I, I was one of the people that sent it to you, but I didn't think that because I said I didn't think that picture was gonna be. Yeah, you didn't think it was gonna blow up like that. I didn't no. think the picture was gonna blow up like that. Like, not even, I thought, you know, because it's an injury, so I didn't think that people were gonna. I didn't think people would have sent it to you 20 times. Yeah. Oh no. Hey, like like I said, me and you both. Like I, yeah. I, I was like, I, I didn't get the point other than like, man, that's a giant dude. You can go find a, a hundred, maybe probably about a thousand pictures in that yeah. audience because I'm there both days. Yeah. Same spot. Like I'm right there. It's me. It's like Frank the Clown, and then me. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, shout out to my boy Matthew, man, uh, Neil the Hill Glacier. Like I, pr- we going, we going back out there. You can catch us on the great Jericho cruise too. Oh yeah, we got the rooms. Oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna oh, be nice. But boy, being you can go find a thousand pictures. Yeah, with me in that crowd, standing yeah. like that. But they people just wanted to pick the one that just uh, happened to have Rick Boogs in it. Yeah, to be like, oh crap. Like, yeah, you know? and I mean, it's kind of like quad is quad is. So oh. Seems like a tough one. Yeah, but he's he's a tough guy. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. seems just like a beast. He is. He's a, he's a psychopath. I love it, man. Yeah. You go, he lives in there. He's yelling. He's screaming. But it's like always fun. <laughs> so. I mean, hey, and then um, and then I oh, I mean, unfortunately, because oh, I was supposed to go to which, uh, shout out to Boca Raton Championship Ch- Wrestling. Um, I was supposed to go to that show, and I, I forgot what happened that weekend that I couldn't make it. And I felt so bad, bro, because I really wanted to go. Like, I really, really wanted to go. Like, I was even telling, like, my friends, like, hey, I'm going to be in Boca Raton this, you know, this weekend. And then I think something, I forgot what it was. Something might have, it might have been something personal. Yeah. Probably, like, something with family. And I couldn't make it. And I felt so bad. And then I saw, like, the clips, like, online. And I was like, damn, like, now I really wanted to be there. You know what I'm saying? Because it was, a, like, especially, like, the first show was great. Yeah. But the second show, like, the quality of production, like the amount of time, money, effort, energy they put mm-hmm. into making that card. Like to me, they, this is literally, they're only going on their third show and mm-hmm. production wise, they're probably one of the best on the independent scene already. It, it and, looks like it. Yeah. And the card, I mean, what do what, 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 you yeah, Matt Taven mm-hmm. with Steve Macklin. Uh, you had the, the wingman versus uh, man, who was it? It was a good match. Uh, the Malu- uh, Maludos, right. Or not the young ones. Um, they're one of the they're one of the cousins, man. One of the Samoans. Jacob? Is it Jacob? No, it wasn't Jacob. It wasn't Jacob. Um, it's like one of it's like a, the two of them though. 
I can't remember. Did they Maluda? look like the Usos, like the old wrestling? Yeah, yeah. They, although they're definitely in the family. We talked about it, man. <laughs> yeah. I just can't remember their like team name right this second. This was the first time I'd ever seen mm. them. But great match. I mean, mm. and then I'm what the list goes on. You had Vincent with you had me and Vincent. You had Dirty Dango mm. with Cha Cha Charlie. So I know yeah. a lot of people won't outside of Florida won't know who Cha Cha Charlie is, but yeah. in South Florida, you know, he's he's a, he's independent scene everywhere in South Florida. Yeah. So That's- and that like we talked about it, that was a dream match for him. To do I the mean, Dirty Dango, you know, Cha Cha Charlie and Dirty yeah. Dango. He was, you know. So, yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. yeah. Cha, 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 cha. And then he going against the doo, doo. That's right. They'd go back and forth until, yeah. you know, until yeah. you know, Dango just got sick of it and kicked him in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then, um, you know, fortunate that saw you, as of recording, saw you wrestle last night, uh, CCW, uh, is it Coastal, Coastal Championship Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And um, went out there and, destroy this poor dude oh man destroy this poor dude literally destroyed that guy oh man it is crazy everybody knew it was coming but then it was still like surprising not surprising but still like oh what's the word i'm it was still epic like <laughs> it was epic he just destroyed this dude bro people you, are do people just get excited see because I, I don't like right I'm, I'm always this big yeah do people just get excited to see a giant guy like i'm gonna eat this little person I'm like you know it was just like run why are you still there why are run, you still there run. run why are you flipping him off get out of there hey. and then it's like and then then and during the match he's still like he was still talking yeah hey sometimes people do that when they're getting their, their beat you know he beat up my bad. Bleep that out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I kind of said uh, sugar on the AC, but um, <laughs> yeah, but um, no, like you, like you freaking killed this dude. Like, I appreciate it, man. That's what I'm there to do. You know, yeah. go in, take care of business, get and, out of there. And the thing is, like, he came out because, like, I know how tall he is. First of all, I'm not even. I'm not a small guy. You, you, you a tall dude. Like, you know, you tall, big dude. Like, you know, there's I'm no not dude. a small dude. This is the first person I think I've ever been around that makes me look small. Oh, wait till you meet Jordan. My bad, Omos. You know what? Yeah, I wait, feel like- wait, yeah. Wait till you meet Omos. Like you know, like like I said, man. That's that's my old college roommate. We worked together in uh, NXT. Okay. Wait till you meet my man. Like oh, he went. He went. Let's, let's get. Him. So I know you play ball. You play basketball first. Um, how, how, when did you start playing basketball? I. Three? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you're a ball player. For oh, now. yeah, absolutely. Well, mom wasn't going to let me play no contact sports until no I got a little you. older. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I played, I've been playing basketball since I was like three years old. Literally one of the first memories I have in life. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I can't give enough praise of the sport. I mean, really, it's gotten me everywhere I am even today in life. Mm-hmm. The reason I wrestle and am in the position I am mm-hmm. is because of basketball. Um, and, 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 I mean, we we kind of talked about it yesterday, but like, I me, I never, I never thought of basketball being big in Oklahoma. You know, being from that where you're, where you're, where you're, I guess, build from, and when you're, where your kind of like roots are, I guess. Yeah, a little bit, man. Like, it's hard to say, right? Because I'm an army brat. So I was actually born in Florida. I was born down in Titusville. Lived in Cocoa. Moved to Maine. Moved to Oklahoma, moved to California, moved back to Oklahoma, moved to Texas, moved to Arkansas. Wow. I mean, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of moving around in my life, like, you know, but the family ended up settling down in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Like I, me, like I have a house out there. 
Uh, me and my brother actually have a business out there. And um, so that is basically it. But I mean, you know, basketball is everywhere, right, yeah. man? In, in the U.S., you can't get away from it, right? Like, Some states just seem like that's not that's football, not where you're going like to pull basketball football, players out of. Like Alabama's a football to me, a football city or a football state. That's that's fair. I mean, they were pretty good last year, but that's that's a, I mean, considering I get yeah. that right, SEC territory. Yeah, like and you I, don't think you don't think Big Twelve and think basketball. basketball. Yeah. yeah, unless you're thinking Kansas, that'd be about it. Yeah, it, that, that's literally because like you even know? like Oklahoma's, they've always been known. For like to me for football. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're not wrong. There's like exceptions like Trey Young and um and one of the big country. Yeah, and um there's another one that I'm missing. He plays Blake for Griffin. The, oh yeah, I forgot Blake yeah, went yeah, to, yeah. to Oklahoma as well. Absolutely. All right, you know what? I stand corrected. <laughs> we got a few. We yeah, got a few, no, you know? uh, a buddy healed is another one. Oh yeah, buddy Hill. Yeah, you're buddy right. another one. So yeah. and you might not know the name, but Xavier Henry. Oh, yeah, yeah Daniel Orton is yeah, out he was of on Oklahoma. The Lakers. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. you know. So if you don't know who Daniel Orton was, he was in the NBA. He was playing over I there. Do, the, he was on the Magic. He was, but he yeah. was over there playing in the Philippines once, man. And I would, I heard a story, and I don't know if it's true that he got fired once because he like talked crap on him, Manny losing to Mayweather. Oh man! And they've been like, he was over there playing, and they fired him over it. I couldn't believe it. Wow, I believe. I, you know, I said I couldn't believe it. I could believe it over there. They, that man yeah, is no, that man is a hero. Yeah, like, he's like. It's like punching Jesus in in the Philippines. Basically, isn't he? He's like a senator over there. Yeah, some, yeah, he's like man. a whole politician. Yeah, man. So, um, so yeah, and then you end up playing for Morgan State first, right? Oh, man, college is crazy. So I guess my lifestyle, my life, kind of always played into even my college. Like, mm-hmm. so I went to five different colleges uh, in five different years. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I uh, started in Arkansas mm-hmm. um, at Henderson State. Went to a school in Oklahoma called Eastern State for just a couple months, like to get a couple classes. Um, ended up leaving there, went to Texas, uh, where I went to Big Spring uh, Community College. Mm-hmm. Did, got my associate's degree from there. I went to Bakersfield, uh, California okay. State Bakersfield. Played there two years. Um, left my senior year, my fifth year senior, and that's why I went to Morgan State. That's okay. actually where I met Jordan Omos. And, you know, we played ball there together. Mm-hmm. Um and then, like, after that, I kind of, like, did semi-pro for a year, like, did some other stuff. Um, you know. Generals, no, yeah, no, uh, no, nothing like that. Yeah, I played pro ball for about three years. Okay. Like, so I won, like, a semi-pro championship here in the States with UBA. And then from there, went on to do, like, things, like, some work in, um, where was it? The Dominican Republic, some work in mm. China. Uh, I went and played in Canada for a year. I was getting ready to go down and play in Mexico when I actually got in uh someone from the Harlem Globetrotters got mm-hmm. in touch with me. And they were like, hey, you know, just come do the tryout, see what you think. I went, they were like, uh, you know, they tried me out for the Washington Generals. They were like, we're looking for a big scary guy to be on the Washington Generals. Like, all right, cool. I didn't know what that entailed. Right. I I I'd actually like I hadn't been to a Harlem Globetrotter game since I was like four, mm-hmm. five, right? I couldn't even remember. I knew it was entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, but I just didn't realize. So we go, well, you know, I watch a game like they take me through the trial. They're, they they were like, we love you. Do you want to be here? You know, I got an offer in Mexico and I got an offer in Australia to go play pro ball uh, at that point. And a buddy of mine, I'll never forget my buddy, Matt Gibson. Uh, and he, he'd been playing pro ball like mm-hmm. since I was a kid. Right. Like that was one of my mentors, me and his brother still to this day. The whole family were really good friends. And mm-hmm. he looks at me and he goes, this man, like. Even if you don't like this. And you hate working with the Globetrotters. Mm-hmm. Be done in a year. Go get some film. 
we'll get you back over here in Europe or, you know, wherever you want to be, man. He said, you know, at the time I was like 26, 25, so still plenty young. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you know, you're not going to get many opportunities to go do this. You know, this is, you know, one of the most renowned legendary teams in existence. And like touring all the time. Oldest basketball team in history. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, you know, go do this for yourself. Mm -hmm. I went out, did it for a year. Um, You know, unfortunately, this was the year my dad got sick, so it was tough. But still loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did it for another year, and it's I you know I started looking at other stuff because I was really getting into sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. I was doing some acting things at the time, and I was like, "Hey man, I'm like, let me go look at the wrestling thing." Because I you know I I, lo- I loved wrestling when I was younger. And it kind of fell out when I got a little older, mm-hmm. and you know like I want to go see what it's about because you was, know I've been talking with some people it was, about it. Was the PG era that did it for you, right? They just like you were like, "I'm tapped out. I'm done. I'm yeah, done." Gotcha. Yeah, no, hey, like for me. Like when, when like the Undertaker and those guys, like when the, and the Rock and Stone Cold, like mm-hmm. they made wrestling worth watching mm-hmm. on some level. Like, don't get me wrong, I respect what the I respect what everyone does and their legends mm-hmm. all in their own right. But that was just it yeah. was gritty, right? Like yeah. it was just it was like you just did you really didn't know like what was gonna happen next, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you yeah. know. So, but um, so kind of got back into it, and I was looking at wrestling schools. And it's so funny the way this worked out. So I'm I'm like working with the Globetrotters mm-hmm. and my whole job is about talking to kids. I got a mic on the whole thing, you know, like mm-hmm. that's what it is. And I'm looking at wrestling schools. I'm filling out my resume to go do a WWE tryout. And as I'm doing that, I'm doing a show in Georgia. And as I'm down in Georgia, it was like Macklin, I'm thinking mm-hmm. somewhere right in there or something. And uh, AJ Styles just happens to come to the show. And coincidence on coincidence, our new PA, uh, Alex Bright, is actually the old, he actually worked at the WWE and knew AJ. So he got AJ Styles tickets, got his kids tickets, and like, you know, they, after the game, like, you know, he's front row and everything, and after the game, he comes up to Alex, and they're having a conversation. Hey, thanks for this, that, and everything. And he's like, hey, man, a big guy you got, like, you know, like, at the time, probably like 295, like, just running every day right mm-hmm. so like i looked i looked I look like an athlete every bit of it mm-hmm. like every bit of it and i mean uh, doing that for like because they do they're like they're year round like oh yeah 250 plus days on the, on yeah. the road a year like i mean it's a great job but it's it is um it is demanding yeah you know so i, I always tell people like if take it for the experience mm-hmm. you know because you don't want what those guys do like a lifetime of it, unless you really are into that. Like you don't want to be on the road 200 plus 250 best days out of the year. Mm-hmm. It's hard. And, and running up and down yeah. a court. Yeah. And if you're a, if you're a showman, if you're one of those guys, like, you know, you, there's always, there's just more and more pressure for everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah. but, uh, so he, he, call, he goes over to RPA Alex and he's like, Hey man, thanks for the tickets. Uh, that big guy. Damn. Uh, he, he's, you know, he's good. He was like, I, 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 I would like to see him wrestle. And he goes, well, man, it's funny you say that. He's actually, you know, getting ready to fill out his resume and stuff. He was like, okay, well, hey, can I meet him? And I'll never forget it, man. I was in the, I was in the locker room. I got soap in my eyes. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm in a shower. Mm. And our little, uh, our little backstage manager runs back there. And he's like, Zach, Zach, you got to get out here. AJ Styles wants to meet. She's out in the hallway. <laughs> what? You get out of here, man! I'm showering. Don't mess with me. Get out of here. He's like, no, man. I'm I'm dead serious. He's in the hallway. I'm like, okay, all right. I'll be right out there. 
hair's still wet. I'm like, I'm walking out there. I swear to God, if you're playing with me, I'm gonna smack you upside the back of your head. You know, mm-hmm. like I walk out, bro. There's there's AJ Styles with Alex and his two kids, and we start talking. He's like, Hey man, you know, I I hear you want to start trying wrestling. I'm like, Absolutely. Uh, he's like, Okay, well, hey, take a picture with me. You know, he talked to me for a little bit. Like, great guy, by the way. If like, you know, such a nice guy. Such a nice guy. Oh man. We've what? been to we've been to dinner before. Like he'll stop he'll stop dinner to get up and take a picture with fans, which is, I mean, first of all, rude on the fans' part. Yeah, but rain on his head. I think it's like two things you, yeah, you I, don't interrupt. And it's like gym dinner. and dinner. Yeah, yeah, right. Like gym and dinner. Like yeah. you know, those are those are times you're doing something. Right, mm-hmm. you're always busy. Yeah, but uh, you know, hey, uh, you know, we talked for a little bit. Took a picture. Two months later, a month later, even like I get a call. Um, and they're basically, hey, we want to bring you in for a tryout. I go in for my first tryout, and they basically just toss me into a class. Uh, you know, it was Robbie Brookside, by the way. Shout out Robbie Brookside. Love that man. It was with O, too. It oh, was actually, wow. it was with O, Daniel Vito, Denzel. I'm trying to think if EJ was there yet. I don't think so. There were a couple more, but those are the three, like, I remember. And uh, I think maybe Rocky. But anyways, so we're there, and I just. I'm there for five days, just mm-hmm. going through class with them. They're like, Hey man, we like you. We're going to, we're going to bring you back for another tryout. This time they bring me back with like all these all American wrestlers and like, you know, like a group yeah. full of nothing but like really high level, like mm-hmm. call it collegiate wrestlers. Like Braun Breaker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Braun Breaker, like Jacob, Ch- like Jacob yeah. Casper. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, yeah, or Brutus, my bad, bro, my bad. And Julius the Creed, Creed. The Creed. The Creed. The Creed. The Creed. The Creed. Oh, no, <laughs> slipped it there. Slipped it there. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, like those, a bunch of those yeah. guys. And, uh, I'll never forget it because they were phenomenal athletes. Yeah. Phenomenal. No, they, uh, no, Julius is a beast. Oh, yeah. He's, hey, no, he's insane. He's insane. Yeah. I mean, went to, Went to Duke, went All-American four years, you know, yeah. whatever. No big deal. Should have yeah. gone to the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking kid. <laughs> I'll still give him help. Yeah. Uh, no, no, he's just super athletic. Oh, super know? athletic. It's super nice guys. Like, you know, especially yeah. him and his brother, Julius and Brutus. Super yeah. nice guys. You know, again. Um, but yeah, man, came in, did that. Kind of, kind of crapped on him a little, crapped on him a little bit. I'm not lie to you. Uh, you just go up there, cut a promo. I was like, okay, well, here goes nothing. <laughs> you guys didn't check my resume, huh? Yeah, like, yeah I don't know I, what. I, it's like, I don't know what you kids think you're doing up here. You want to get an Instagram photo? You want to, yeah. you know, tell your friends you made it to a tryout? But uh, the door, <laughs> you know, yeah. if they forgot that uh, he come, you know, he comes from showmanship. Uh, well, that was it, right? Like all of like, I think uh, to, to me that was one of the big difference makers for my tryout. Was yeah. like, was absolutely like you could tell like when they handed me a mic, I was not uncomfortable with the mic. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, yeah, instantly in my hand, like, hey, what's up? What yeah. you, what you need? Yeah, which you know, I feel like that. Yeah, like, like you said, like the, the being on the generals and being probably, you know, seven foot in. So you're the the. Oh, I I was the showman. So like, yeah. I'm the one who came out, opened yeah. the show. I was the first person you saw. I come out like, all right, sit down, shut up, and yeah. listen. Today we're gonna, you know, blah blah blah, crush the basketball. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'm the one to come out and like batter with the showman. The only person that talked more in a Harlem Globetrotter show than I did when I ran the scripts, like when they, cause they do different, mm. they do different sets every year was the first quarter showman was the first. And then that's that. And that's cause there's two showmen. There's mm. a, there's a first, second and fourth quarter showman. And then there's a third quarter showman. Right. So in the third quarter showman, like 
just in for that one. Mm. We're just talking that one quarter. But yeah. uh, but other than that, like I'm talking the entire game. And you know, and I'm like, I'm sure like they, they these guys like in the trial probably like they're probably thinking that everybody's like them, like you know. Oh no, they knew I was about to sh- on them. Oh no, yeah, no. They, yeah, they, no, 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 they were they were fan like no, don't get me wrong, they weren't bad at it. Like most yeah. of them, like one one or two, I was like, uh, there were a couple like one of my guys forget one of them had been in the military, and he was good. Okay. Like he, he, you know, he looked. He, they all looked to the role, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, he, you know, he had a little bit of ground to stand on and talk. I got you, right? Because yeah, a lot, because a lot of these kids don't. No, they don't. They don't have because if you ain't got ground to stand on, when you're actually talking noise, yeah, like it's just noise. Like I have to believe that you could be somebody. Else. That's right. It's like with, with it's like with uh, Odyssey Jones, right? Like mm-hmm. Odyssey's an animal. Yeah, he's got a back. He's got a track record as an animal. Like, yeah. he, but like if he grabs you up, like yeah, man, like he. He really already done that. Like yeah. it's all American defensive backs and stuff. Like, yeah. you know, he's 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 got the he's got the credentials. Like he's big enough, strong enough, and got to the background when he walks in the room. Mm-hmm. There's already a level of respect. But even then, it's like, because then you can make yourself look weak as soon as you start talking. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of people have fallen victim to that, and, which I'm sure you saw in promo class. People make them it's like, like you look like a million dollars and then and you open your mouth you open your mouth and it's like i don't know kid stop talking yeah. <laughs> like you know maybe, what I mean? maybe you should just be quiet from here on out <laughs> i mean they say like um i know that i'm I've, I've seen like other like like especially like roll dog or dusty say with stuff stuff like um you know what i mean if people could think you're you're stupid and then you could be quiet and then prove them wrong or you could start talking and prove them right or something like that. Yeah, well, you always like, what is it? The, the, old, the old idea is you always have more chances to prove that you are stupid Yeah, if you open your mouth. Yeah. But if you just stay quiet, yeah, no one will ever know. Yeah. Really, that's You You seem so much smarter if you just don't talk. Yeah. Like, you know? And I'm, I'm sure there was a lot of people that were going through that. I have to catch myself doing that sometimes because I mean, like, honestly, like, especially out like when I'm in the when I'm in the ring, because I have to like you know I don't want to open my mouth too much, like like because I'm not bad at talking, but I do. I'm with you on some level. You lose something the more like you know it's not even the more, but if you're if you're saying the right things, people will be like this guy's got the full has a full package. But there's some guys who like they look like a million dollars, and then they start talking like Braun Breaker. <laughs> No, 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 man. You know, and you know, I'm a big strong man. You know, like I'm a big strong man. You know, like oh, oh no, oh no. You know what I mean, bro? Like that's I mean, but I'm sure you've seen a lot of that, especially probably in that tryout, and then because you know they just say like the generic thing, exactly, and then here representing insert school here insert hometown here (laughs) and the reason i want to be here is because i want to be the best and it's like okay yeah so does that guy (laughs) that's right that's that's basically the same promo he just got like (laughs) i think paul Heyman, them and i when i think about like advice on promos yeah go listen to paul Heyman's advice that he Mm -hmm. gives the trainees and when he drops on like when they open the mics and stuff and uh, i mean the open mics he does like when he does the q a's Mm mm-hmm and he'll tell you, like, make me remember your name. Like, mm-hmm. first thing out of the first thing out of the gate, like, I am, like, my name is, like, mm-hmm. 
whatever it is. Just like, you know, even I think Norman Smiley. Oh, he was Norman Smiley was the biggest thing when he, we were doing promos. He'd be like, make sure that you always introduce yourself. I mean, if you can get away with saying your name five times during mm-hmm. a promo, say it. Like, because, mm-hmm. you know, rep- repetition's everything. Mm-hmm. We want to, people want to play like people are smarter than they are, but come on, man. Like, if you, it's like commercials. There's a reason they try to play the t- same commercial 10 times in a row. Yeah. Right. Same, same thing in this instance. Like, yeah. I'm going to say my, I'm going to say my name every time because it doesn't matter if you love me, you hate mm-hmm. me, no, whatever. But when you, when you hear me and you hear my name, you're like, oh, yeah, that's so and so. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 as being and being a uh I guess was hilarious because like they're like you guys are all like big guys so as the big guy you know there's a lot of you know a lot of you have a lot to live up to I guess as being a seven foot guy I'm sure there's a lot like they because I mean, you know by default as being a seven foot guy you probably get like you want to be on you want to be like show you want to be like Andre, you want to be like Kane and Taker, like that. You want to be like in the that league of oh yeah, the leg, the leg, the living, living up to the legacy yeah. kind of thing. Absolutely, it's, you know, especially because like I've gotten to like get some training by Taker, mm-hmm. like Mark Henry, like some of these bigger guys, obviously, and like to see how they work and to see how like big of the gap is, mm-hmm. right? It almost seems insurmountable. Yeah, like like yeah. Like as the big guy, you know they say, especially like in WWE, it's like you're you shouldn't be taking certain type of bump a bumps, like like you shouldn't be getting freaking choke slam. You know what I mean? Unless it's maybe it was Omos. Yeah, unless it was Omos. I choke slam you first though. Don't let <laughs> don't let me catch you slipping. That's me. I got your big ass. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like they always say, like, oh, why are you doing this? You know, like you tell it like. Show told us. Big Show told the story of Undertaker, like Undertaker yelling at him backstage, like, "Oh yeah, about the northern, about the northern lights thing." Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard that story. Yeah, no, hey, hey, you know what? He he told that story like we, like I said, they were shooting that um, last uh, that last ride thing, mm-hmm. and he told that story during that, and that's the same thing he said as he said on like the uh, Broken Skull sessions, and he was like. So I went in there and reamed him. Yeah, and he said, "Why are you letting someone pick you up? Like you're the biggest man in the room. People don't pick you up like yeah. that." I'm like. Okay. And I'm sure like that was a lot of the when you're in training at the PC, which by the way, sign because we missed that sign with WWE on January 14th, 2020. Yes, sir. Yes, so sir. um so yeah, I'm sure like you in the PC with training, they were probably telling you like Oh, oh yeah, even today I get to, I get hell about it, right? Like sell less sell less sell less you know you're the you're the biggest like you know you're the biggest man out there sell Mm -hmm. less like but i i say it i say it like this like and they're right and it's hard because when you get in this business one of the most fun things you'll have you'll ever do when people talk talk about things they enjoy at least for me and i know Mm -hmm. a couple people that i know it's getting to go out there and just sell it away man like you know like we're just out there having fun you know yeah. hit me hit me hit me hit me go you know mm-hmm. so it's um it's hard and i have to i do have to catch myself i do have to tell myself like like last night man like you know like well i don't think you no i don't think you you, you made that guy not nothing not that you did i don't think you you looked like they would have been mad about it because even like when he he hit you with him like a missile drop kick mm-hmm. and you like stumbled to sell it 
but you didn't never left your feet. No, no, and that's and that's but that's what I kept telling us early on in the match. You'll you'll watch like you know like we're working where where I'm like wait man we got to establish you're working the leg Mm -hmm. instantly. Yeah, you know so that way like you know so he drop kicks it the one time, Mm -hmm. shot blocks it the next time, like comes in and like kicks it again, and then I go for the stop and miss. Like just keep working Mm -hmm. the leg in the head, like you know. Um, because I think it's always more believable mm-hmm. when uh, you know, because like you said, everyone knew I was coming out there to destroy that kid. Right? Yeah, I mean that's what was going to happen, mm-hmm. one way or the other. It didn't matter how hard he fought about it. So that being said, you know, at least make it fun. You know, make it. How do you win? Like if you're that small, break him down at the knees, right? Mm-hmm. How do you how do you how do you fell a big tree? You chop it down at the, at the crazy, base. I think even if you would have like got on my knees, got on your knees, I think you would have still been taller than him. Probably not wrong. No, no, because uh, when he came out, we were like, "Nah." We're like, "This is what you guys, you guys just, you guys set him set him up to be murdered." You know, it's funny because, like, you know, uh, I had a friend and she said the exact same thing last night. Like, she was like, "Why'd they? Why'd they? Why'd they bring him out there to die?" <laughs> it's like, oh, sacrificial lambs, man. Literally, literally, and but like, I guess. Even like it, like I said, in the ring, you, you know what I mean? You didn't do anything that like, to me personally, you would, I didn't do anything that made you look weaker as a big man. Like, like I said, the missile dropkick, you stumbled and hit the rope and then, but you were still on your feet. You know, that's like, I think that's like the big thing with big guys, like not to leave your feet unless it's a big moment. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, well, again, man, like if you're going to, if, if, if we're doing the David and Goliath thing, mm-hmm. you know, we have to build up to that build up to that mm-hmm. build up to that like people are people automatically it's like you said the assumption is when you walk out when someone like that walks out against someone like me mm-hmm. the assumption is like, oh this guy's gonna die yeah. you know like absolutely so to make it believable like to tell that story and make it believable like that can be you know that can be challenging mm-hmm. but you you know you do it like by keep chopping the wood keep chopping mm-hmm. the wood kind of thing you know but uh but anyways, I thought honestly, man, I thought the kid did a great job. No, he did a good uh, yeah, job. I thought I thought he did, he's gonna go in his role. Yeah, in yeah, his in role. his role for what it was, he did a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, man, you know, I love working with that company yeah. just because I I enjoy the guy who runs it, Nelio. Shout out Nelio. But uh, CCW, by the way, yeah, Coastal Championship Wrestling. Also, like you know, all the, all the I enjoy working out in Florida. Mm. To be honest with you, I'm not out here a whole lot anymore because now I work a lot out in L.A with uh uwn so that's uh united wrestling network um we'll work over there at uh what is it cwf hollywood um so that's california wrestling federation and then like we do tv tapings over there and mm-hmm. stuff so that's where i stay out of mostly like because i'm doing the acting i'm doing this that actually um i just joined a new faction uh it's not it's not a new faction like i just joined it it was mm-hmm. uh the embassy so like uh, it's an ROH, you know, Prince Nana, yeah, 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 yeah Jordan Clearwater, all oh, them guys. I didn't know you were in that. Yeah, I just premiered with them uh, last Sunday. I want to okay. say this when we were doing the BRCW show. Like the promoter hit me up, was like, "Hey, we just dropped the premiere." You know, help. are you are you elite? No, 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 no. We're not. We're not there, man. We're not there. Like okay. you know, I'm still I'm still just a hired gun right now. Okay, so. you said you know ROH and yeah, well, Nana Nana is yeah. signed to ROH. Yeah, um, I don't think Clearwater is, and I don't think um, Chad is. I'm pretty sure that's the other okay. member. Um, so I'm not 100 percent on that though. Don't quote mm-hmm. me on that one. But um, you know, that's what we're running under now, and 
we I premiered last Sunday with them, and it's been uh, I got another I got another taping with them on the 13th of September and the 18th of October. So again, and like I said, with the acting, that's where I stay out of mostly. Okay, and then um, you know, going you know, just doubling back to um to your time at like the PC and stuff because mm-hmm. you know obviously me personally I don't think you got your fair shake in there um but um you know how many I know I know you guys were doing like dark match or not dark matches but like house show matches um how many did you get in there while you while you were in WWE so at the time cuz my time at WWE was definitely strange uh right like I got in January 2021 2020 mm-hmm. um my like my coach the first coach i was supposed to have wasn't there for like the first two weeks so we really just did lifts and skull sessions and a little bit of in-ring work mm. uh coach gets back in february we start working and we start going and then you know my mother unfortunately passes around that time sorry that i appreciate that uh so we move you know i'm gone for two weeks taking care of all that business uh i get back it's basically march 2020 <laughs> you know so uh Maybe. they Shut it all down, shut it all down uh, for like six months, man. It was just me in my house with a computer doing skull sessions. I like bought a row machine, Mm. like the, like the changeable weights, everything. Everyone knew what it was. Everyone went to the COVID, right? Mm. We finally, um, we finally got back in the gym some, cause we were still doing like, you know, we had to go bang on the windows and stuff Mm. like, you know, for the raw and SmackDown tapings and all that. But, But we finally started getting back in the gym. They got a new building. Um, man, honestly, you couldn't, you couldn't have told me like, you know, cause I, no one's still other than budget cut is still the same reason I've ever gotten as mm. far as like, Oh, well, why were you released? I'm like, same reason I got from everyone that I ever knew, uh, you know, timing and budget cuts. Like, and mm. I'm like, you know, okay. I mean, my, my whole thing about it is we're not done. Like no. it's cool. I'm in this business. Like, you know, I'm yeah. going to, you're going to, you're going to call me one day and you know what? Hey. I'm going to love picking up the phone because <laughs> I love working there, man. Like, mm-hmm. let's face it. That's like, that was, that's where I got started. That's where a lot of the people that I like admire as workers, wrestlers, respect as my peers. Like, mm-hmm. you know, don't be wrong. Love all the ind- independent guys, but you know, again, you want to go back where you started. And yeah. if you do something, you want to be on the biggest stage doing it, mm-hmm. you know, with the best in the business. And yeah. for me, that WWE is obviously that. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. And would you have? Would you say that you were a Vince or Triple H guy? Man, well, if you asked anybody out about else about it, I was a Vince guy because obviously I'm a big guy. Yeah. Uh, but no, me and Trips always got along really well because, like, so you ever see? Did you see the Halloween Havoc in 2020? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's obviously that scene where me, Drake, Maverick, mm. uh, Big Dom, Big Demo, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, it was uh, the Yeti, right? But it's, yeah. it's actually Von Wagner underneath all that in yeah. case you could never tell. And uh, I remember the first time we met, he came up to me. I fucking, I, I freaking wore a suit, like <laughs> to do the full sale tapings. You know, mm-hmm. we're about to do the photo that everyone does. And he walks up to me. He's like, I swore to God, first time I saw you, I thought you were a young Paul White. He was like, I was like, you look just like him. You're a dead ringer for a young Paul. I'm like, 
Okay, I appreciate it. You know, we, I mean, we just kind of every that's time, a, man, that's, that's what we a, talk about. That's, that's not a bad no, I'm not, comparison. No, I'm not mad at all about yeah. that one bit. And like, you know, like, and we, you know, it gave us something to talk about, mm-hmm. you know. So when we did the Halloween Havoc, you know, texting him the texting him the picture, you know, he came out, we talked about it and stuff. He mm-hmm. loved that stuff. So, you know, hey, I, I will never say anything bad about the WWE because the WWE had to, you know, they gave me a great shot mm-hmm. and they gave me a start in this business that only, you know, like, I've reached a level in this business that I had no right being at other than my athletic ability, mm-hmm. you know, and they gave me that opportunity. Um, maybe I don't like, you know, maybe I felt like I got caught up in some stuff that I had no control over with the mm-hmm. Vince trip thing, people getting fired, stuff, COVID, like, you know, like those things are out of my control. Mm-hmm. Do I feel like I went there and like, you know, put in the time, put in the effort. Like I'm, I try to be easy to work with, like, you know, mm-hmm. Um, do I think I did all that right? Absolutely. You know, and like I said, I'm one of these days, like we're going to have a conversation and I'm, you know, I'm I'm just waiting for that phone call. Like, so, and you know, cause I know they like kind of put like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they categorize people. Oh, no question. You know what I mean? Especially when Vince was, especially Vince, John Laurinaitis, Bruce Pritchard, all those guys. There's come on. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you got like, they got a checklist. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, they, it's like cruiserweights. Mm-hmm. Mid car guys, heavyweights, then big guys. Yeah. And then around that time, you know, we kind of talked about it. Um, around that time, it was like it was you, uh, Omas, Com- Commander Aziz, um, <laughs> uh, which that movie sucked. I'm gonna be honest. That movie was terrible. <laughs> you didn't like it. You didn't that like Samson. Ter- no, that movie's terrible. No, he said that movie was just god awful. I can't. Did, can you even still find it on Netflix? I hope not. <laughs> you know what? He's probably stoked to have it there because he gets paid every time you play it. Probably. You know, so. Man, terrible. What was it the main event? Was that what it was called? Main event. I think that's it. I think you're right. I think it was. Uh, I think it was main event. Terrible. Oh, terrible. so bad. So bad. So bad. Literally. I had, that has to be top five worst movies I've, I've ever seen. Not just top five. Not even just wrestling movies in general. Man. In okay. general, just in general, it was in that bad. It was that bad. Um, just he terrible. Said, they're counting all the like B-rate horror films on Amazon Prime. Everything, bro. That bad. It was bad. I was. I was like, this is an hour and a half. I can't ever get in my life again. <laughs> all that oxygen, all that time wasted. I could have. I could have. I could have been productive in that hour and a half. Like, Oh man. And I just watched it. Cause it was a you know, WWE movie. You know? I get it. Yeah. I watched it too. Cause the homies in it. Right. Yeah. Like I had to wake up. I, we all sat down, ate some barbecue. Yeah. We we're like, we're watching this. I mean, his, yeah, well, Bron- Bronson, jo- Jonah was in that movie too. Jonah was in it. Keith was in it. Um, I think Rick was in it. Rick Boogs. Um, there was a couple. They made they made obviously different cameos here and there. Yeah, <sighs> not your thing. It was so bad. So I was bad. happy to see like the you know NXT guys get some love, but right. But other than and then, well, that's why I mostly I watched it to support the NXT guys that were in it. Yeah, bro. I but, feel you. but 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 it sucked. But it sucked. But it sucked. It was like it's chaperone trash. bad. It was like what Sh- chaperone bad. Oh come on. Chaperone might be in there too. He said that's top. That's one and two right there. That's one and two. <laughs> I'm I'm a fan of Omos, to be honest. I think they big Omos guy. Yeah, I'm a, I am an Omos guy. Yeah. They, you could just see. To me, I, I I mean I'm not there with with 
with you guys. Obviously, I'm not. I'm not. Got, I'm not watching you guys work in the ring. I'm not. I'm not with you guys at the gym, so I don't know nothing. You know, what I mean, this is just me, based off my own theory, my thought in my brain. I don't. I just didn't. It does to me. It doesn't look like he's working as hard as Omos to get better. You mean Commander Aziz? Commander Aziz. That's. I mean. You know, again, man, like I don't know what they yeah. do behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, no, no. That's I, I know, mean, I know, I know. Both those guys work their tails off. Yeah, yeah I'm not. I'm know? not taking nothing. So, I'm, I'm sure he works hard, just yeah. probably not as hard. You know, as as Omos. That's, that's fair. I can't. You know, because uh, I've even I've even commented like yo, like you can see Omos like dropping weight. Like you, it's, it's like to me, it's like visible. Like when you see him when compared to when he debuted with AJ. Which crazy how that worked out. They ended up debuting with AJ and my, my one of my mentors and my old college roommate. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? With, Life's funny, bro. My life is so funny and full of coincidences yeah, that way. With the guy that helped you get in the door in WWE, which is like that's crazy how that worked out. But then um, you know, but like when he debuted it to like now, you could see like how much trimmed up he got. Oh, absolutely. He's worked hard, he's worked hard on his diet, like yeah. his level of exercise. When I knew him in college, he was going through some health issues. Like he had like something up with his foot. Like, so, you know, like I knew one version to see where he was then to see where he's come. Yeah. Like, like just everything like athletically, like professionally, mm-hmm. like, or not, like yeah. you want to see your friend succeed. So to see one of my friends succeed is always a great thing. And to see him like, like just as his life went on, like, you know, some people, College is the highlight. Yeah. 20 years old, 22 years old. That's the highlight of their life. Like mm-hmm. to see people get better as they get older. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the goal. Yeah. Right. So it's just, you know, it's, I'm, I'm just happy to see it as all. Yeah. And, but like looking at that roster at that time, as far as the big men, like, I think you and Omos were like the giants that. Yeah. You had Suki, um, giant Zanzier. Yeah. Uh, did you if you watch the Indian super supercard? He man, let me tell you something. He, me and him were probably like he might have been a little bit taller than me, even though he he liked his boots. But that man had some of the biggest hands, bro. Like they are as big or bigger than Jordan's. You know, Jordan's oh. got two or three inches on him, and that guy. But his hands were freaking sausages, boy. He used to put that hand on my chest during our matches. I mean, like, you expected me with that? What's the matter with you? <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. But yeah, I would say like they had a decent amount of giants, like when I was there, right? They yeah. had Omos, they had me, they had Commander Aziz, they had Delshir Shanky, they had Giant, they had Giant Zanjir. Um uh then when I first got there, and I don't know if you'll call him a giant, you know, six nine Dan Matha. Um, mm-hmm. you know, when I first got there. So so they had size. Yeah, they had like, yeah, they a had bunch of did you did you guys have like your own class? No. Oh, okay. It was always uh, you know, there was a big man class, but it wasn't like what you're thinking. Like gotcha. and it wasn't consistent, right? It wasn't like, like we're gonna practice chops in a corner in, in the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like what well, man, the system there kind of works like they put you with who they think is best at first mm-hmm. and then like you'll you'll split off, like you'll work with different coaches. So like Norman almost always works with the girls uh, mm-hmm. just because, you know, it's just some some people are more personable. Like somebody like somebody like Terry Taylor might be rough with with girls. 
right? Yeah. Like he's he's in there like, and I, I don't mean like any kind of mean way. I no, just no, mean no. like, like the, his demeanor, the way he speaks. Yeah, you know, he, they, they, I've seen him in person. Yeah, he, 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 that guy yeah, means business. Yeah, it's, it's, that's what I'm saying. And he might yeah. come off he might come off mean. Yeah, even though he's just being, being him. himself. Yeah, exactly. So they're like, you know what? Let's avoid the problem altogether. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you'll just you'll bounce around from coach to coach, and you'll get what you mm-hmm. need from each coach, right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's why I like why I think it's one of the better systems that exist because mm-hmm. really in wrestling, in the world of wrestling, there's almost no other system like it. Yeah. Right. Like there's New Japan, and I, I can't speak because I haven't been there. But from what I understand, you know, they they actually kind of have the same thing, right? They actually have a school, mm-hmm. multiple coaches, different the classes, dojo. They have the dojo, yeah, right? the dojo, and you'll and you'll go you'll go to different coaches and learn different things mm-hmm. and stuff. And I don't know that for a fact. That's just what I've heard. Yeah. But in WWE, to me, that's one of the best systems you can have because mm-hmm. even though me as a big guy, sometimes there were things that I felt I was shown. That like I was never gonna use. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, you were gonna be mad at me if I did them. Like, you know, like but, a lucha arm drag. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got no business doing a lucha arm drag. Can I do a lucha arm drag? Yes. Am I ever gonna do one? Absolutely. I not. feel like the only time that would make sense if you're wrestling another giant. Right. And even then, dude, do you wanna see giants doing what, cruiserweight? Yeah, gr- yeah, cruiserweight stuff? Do you wanna see two 320 pound men <laughs> doing arm drags? Yeah, no. You no. You want, we want to see us shoulder blocks, the, game, yeah. the hell out of each yeah. other. Was uh, slapping meat as they say. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I was just about to say it. Uh, I was just about to say it. Yo, the, you know the famous E line of uh, big meaty men <laughs> slapping meat. Y'all already know the answer. If I were to ever have a dream match, it would be against the one, the only. Goldberg. <laughs> That's right, Goldberg. I don't want to. I don't want to hear y'all talking about all this work rate. And how guys are on the ring and moonsaults. I don't care about any of that. You heard? <laughs> Y'all want a great match? Nah. Bump that. <laughs> I want to see two big men with big <laughs> with big chests. <laughs> And big muscles. <laughs> Bumming meat. <laughs> That's why I'm here. That's why I watch wrestling as a kid. You want your five star matches? You want your 30 minute classics? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> big meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> <laughs> Slapping meat, brother. Slapping meat. <laughs> so you, you guys want to see? You guys want to see five star classics? Not me. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> yeah, that's good. But but you know, to an extent, that's that's absolutely like the yeah. way the way it is. Like so, like did I was I was I always happy to learn those sort of things? Yes. Yeah. I mean, did I think like, it? It's kind of like learning the fundamentals, I guess you would say. Yeah, to a degree, but eventually, like you know, like this is such a focus craft, like. Mm-hmm. A perfect example is like me and Legato del Fantasma, right? Mm-hmm. Me, when none of us are going to wrestle yeah. anywhere alike, right? So it should obviously be like, even though I want to learn the fundamentals, at a point when you start honing in your craft and realizing, like, okay, this is the kind of wrestler, mm-hmm. like, maybe we need to start gearing things towards this, not mm-hmm. keep showing him how to do X, Y, and Z. Like, yeah. And don't get me wrong again, man. I've, I've, so as far as it goes, like I've, I've gotten some good stuff out of that and I'm always happy mm-hmm. to learn it. But if, but I, to me, if they could do one thing better and this is 
not a, this is just one critique. I think the system's the best on the planet. Mm-hmm. As I say this, it would be gear it like, you know, like gear it towards what they need more specifically to what they are. Right. Mm-hmm. So like big man, like there was one big man class, like I said, that wasn't really a big man class. I mean, I'm sure like the only time it was like when you had a, a guest like taker. Yeah. Well, I know. Cause Jim, uh, what was it? Uh, Jimmy Noble. Jimmy Noble. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Noble. He taught the big man class and, no, before before you give me that look, I you know I had the same idea when he, when I first went in there. I was like, what does he know about being a big man? Guy taught me more about being a big man than a lot of other folks in that regard. Like he he definitely knew what he was talking about because he'd been a producer for so long. He knew yeah, he I mean he was wrestling since like well, yeah, it, well, that's WCW. That's what I'm saying. He's been he's a, he's an absolute legend in the ring, mm-hmm. and then he'd been producing and doing big man matches. So like he knew, yeah, he knew exactly what was going on, what needed to happen, and like like I said, um, but again like. I, I would say like there wasn't that like the one thing they needed there for their giants was an actual like giant, mm-hmm. you know, teaching them how to do it. Like, yeah. you know, like a, a Paul White would have been great. You know, yeah. Paul Paul White would have been perfect. You know, like him teaching your big men. Like, yeah, I mean, not then. You know, what's he doing now? AEW commentary. I ain't seen him wrestle except that one time there against QT Marshalls. Like, yeah, I, I'm so I'm I just one of those things where I'm like, man, like. I'd rather, I'd rather, and no, no offense. And I just like, I, he was more entertaining to me mm-hmm. on WWE. Yeah. I agree. know. Like I agree. as a fan. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on, uh, well, not, I'm not gonna say I'm with you because I don't want people to take this like, you know, like this is your opinion as well. But to me personally, to me, I'm forever going to be a WWE guy. Um, that's oh. just, Oh, I just told you I'm waiting on the phone call. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Hey, I yeah. respect I respect every wrestling business. I'm not yeah. one of these guys that's ever gonna crap on a promoter, yeah. crap on the crap on a business. Yeah. Like I want everyone to succeed. Yeah. I'm not one of those people that I mean, like you know, competition is always healthy, yeah, healthy my, especially for WWE, for wrestling. My favorite time in wrestling was the Monday Night Wars. Yeah. Like and, and so if if there's and besides that, as a worker, not only as a mm. fan was that my favorite time in wrestling, but as a worker now. Like it's just more places for the me and Great. the guy, me and the boys to go get booked. Yeah, I mean, plain and simple. Yeah. So uh, that's you know more work, more eyes on wrestling. I mean, like it only AEW has like five shows. So. That's that's what I'm saying. The, I'm I am of the firm belief that the rising tide you know lifts all boats kind yeah. of attitude, right? Yeah. Like the more people we get into wrestling, the better. Do people yeah. think they're destroying the business? Have I heard that this that whatever? Yeah, sure whatever mm-hmm. they're doing their version of it this is wrestling mm-hmm. it is it can be whatever people want it to be on as long to it to an extent right yeah. I mean, like we once we once watched we we once watched what like um what's her name find out like uh like you know they, they sold us on like she, her brother was the baby oh, daddy the the brother was the baby daddy yeah bro what was it uh with shane wasn't it well, that's what they were gonna do. Oh, that's what they were gonna do because he pitched it with Vince first. But yeah. to think Vince like Vince they, they came out that he, he but first he pitched him being the dad. Yeah, and then Stephanie was like, no. no. And then she was like, what about Shane? And she was like, no. no. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, that, that would have been so bad. Like his now. illegitimate son, Hornswoggle. Oh yeah, 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 uh, bro. If you can do that sort of stuff in wrestling, you can do anything. Yeah, man, I Vince. Have- Booker T. It's a crazy, it's a crazy business. It is a crazy business. Uh, Mark Henry and Mae Young gave birth to a hand. 
Oh my god, I forgot about that. May Young gave birth to a hand. <laughs> Godfather had holes. Yo, he did. Val Venus was a porn star. I remember that one. That was good. That was that was actually real good. <laughs> Yo, oh, what a crazy. Oh yeah, it's a crazy business. It's a crazy business, crazy man. Business. There's no oh, doubt about it. God. But but point being, man, like if they can do that, yeah, you know, then if AEW wants to run their business and, and yeah. they got fans that want to watch it, more power to it. But you know? remember, remember the Basham brothers, the which one, the Basham brothers. Yes, where they had you know the the, uh, the tall uh, black girl Shaniqua, which is crazy that her name was Shaniqua because her real name was like something like so regular like like Je- jessica, or jessica like Ashley yeah. or and they decided to call her shaniqua um but they were they had a they had a uh, snm or snm gimmick oh no yeah like like they had a like they were they were coming out with like the chain and ball like with the gag always oh, getting oh, freaky yeah and i don't remember like that smackdown i don't remember that they, I'm going to have to go watch that. It was, I was like, I, I watched it as a, like, now as an adult. Because that time I was like 10 mm-hmm. when they first came out. And then I watched it now. And I was like, how did I never, like, this guy had a balling gag. And- why why was why were mom and dad letting me watch that? <laughs> this is basically softcore porn. Yeah. And then, like, they used to, she used to come out with the whip and everything. And it just got a little bit more hardcore. Yeah. She, she used to come out with the whip. She was like. She was the she was the the dom. And she was the dom. <laughs> she was the dom. She was the man. <laughs> and they were the subs. <laughs> and then to get them in order, she used to spank them with the whip. And this is on SmackDown. Go, get in there. Fight. Yeah. I'm like, and it's so like, and you know, at that time, SmackDown was on UPN, so this is like free TV. Mm-hmm. So you we would think that they would have more restrictions. Restrictions. No, they were getting them, letting them get away with whatever. What? Networks, networks are going to be the ones that really have restrictions, right? I, uh, that's what I would think. Just because yeah. the network has more to protect, yeah, than a free than a freebie. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they're like, hey, bro, it's free. I mean, like, because you think, like, you know, like DX was USA cable television. So I, I, I thought, that, you know, coming from the Monday Night Wars, that cable TV would be more protective. And then come to find out, no, we're gonna have a dominatrix her two, with her two subs and ball gags yeah <laughs> yeah pretty We're, much this is this, this let me ask you this this was about the same time what they had um edge and what's her face have like you know have intercourse all oh, the lives the live sex celebration yeah, yeah you know so like it, it, we're getting away with whatever they wanted man yeah man everything's crazy oh oh yeah man hey but you know what it's like that's entertainment yeah like you know that's that's part of the whole thing about wrestling like yeah. you know like wrestling is kind of crazy like anything mm-hmm. can happen like you, that's what people fall in love with is the characters and the situation yeah. like my thing about it is like this if people can watch jersey shore real housewives love and hip-hop love and hip-hop and think that's real and believe that for 30 minutes an hour at a time why well, i don't understand why people get at people about wrestling I mean, at least at least we're doing it in person, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, my my thing with people in wrestling is when they say it's fake. I hate when they say it's fake, and I'm not even a wrestler. I just I don't like when they say it's fake because the injuries will say otherwise. You're not wrong. It's just like basketball, where guys, you guys get the same injuries as other athletes. So like, 
I don't get how they're how that's not fake. But what you guys do is fake. I was like, it's not fake. It's predetermined. Yeah. I mean, like, well, I, I, I explained it to people like this. Like, you, you could say what you want as far as, like, thinking it's fake. But let me put it to you like this. If I pick you up and I throw you from 10 feet onto the ground mm-hmm. or I choke slam you or whatever, like, make it fake. Well, however you think it needs to happen. Where's the wire? Mm-hmm. You know, like, go ahead. Hey, come in here and take it real fast. Yeah. Then tell me if you think it's fake. Or like, take you know? or take a couple yeah. chops. Yeah, take some chops to the chest. Hey. Let me give you a boot upside the head. Like, you know, let's see what happens. Like, you know, no matter what you think to, you, to it, like if it's if you think it's fake, just remember that like these guys go through hundreds, thousands of hours of training, mm-hmm. work hard, like, you know, so like just like any other professional just, athlete. Yeah, just like any other pro athlete in that regard. So, you know, I respect is like I think it I think it kind of goes back to like I think um good example like is like the undertaker joe rogan podcast mm-hmm. like it's a kind of respect is earned kind of thing in this yeah. instant and joe rogan used to give wrestlers a lot of hell mm-hmm. until he got the full picture yeah like of what being a wrestler actually is like you know like yeah you can you know i think he got a bad taste in his mouth from, from cm punk probably yeah well because i mean that was the only reaction he ever had with a wrestler right was when cm punk came into mma and you know i don't ever like to say anything bad about anyone but he didn't have a good record you know that's all i'll say he didn't have a good record and uh you know you just from then on like joe would like give him hell on his podcast which is crazy because like years before that you had a guy brock came in and dominated dominated became yeah, but, but let, let us never forget where brock actually came from yeah like, you know like brock legitimately came like all america two time yeah. three time all american wrestler national mm-hmm. champion like whatever you want to call it like he was his background was legitimately just ripping people's heads off. Like, I, but, uh, but a lot of these guys come from, and you just said it, like oh, you yeah. had a whole class of wrestlers. Yeah, all Americans, every one of them. Yeah, oh, no question. They, and they were they were amazing. Like, you know, there's no question like that they've gone in that direction, I think, WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's always kind of been there, right? Like pro, I mean, pro athletes have always kind of geared towards it. Like you, We had, you know, even in the 90s, we had guys like we had, yeah, Dan uh, Severn. I don't know if I'm saying his name, but Dan Sev- Severn was in WWF. Ken Shamrock was in WWF. Kurt Angle was in WWF. Yep. Bret Hart was in WWF. Yep. And these are all wrestling guys. And then, yep. you know, 2000s, you know, I mean, I, which I, I when I, the last episode with Dan's, he because he was even surprised. Was, obviously, we had the guys like Shelton and uh, Brock and yeah. Charlie Haas. Yeah. But then, like, later in the late 2000s, we had I, nobody know. I didn't know until recently that Kofi was a wrestler before. Uh, he was a high school wrestler. Kofi was a high school wrestler. Kofi Kingston was a high school Learned wrestler. Every day we had Chad Gable, I guess. Yeah, um, that that's a high level. Yeah. Otis, Jay- Otis is, was a, was a super high level yeah. wrestler. Jason right? Jordan. Yeah, like so. There's a few now. Um, no, I, I get it, man. And most of those guys do. Um, just, they just they've always been there. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, it's an easy. It's, on some level, it's got to be an easy transition. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's, it's got to be kind of a harder one because you got to learn to pull back on everything. Yeah. But a lot of what you're going to do, the, the background tells a story, right? Yeah. One of the reasons Kurt Angle was so good, and he, was, he got away with being kind of the wacky character he mm. was sometimes, was because you always knew that man right there won the gold medal with a broken neck. Yeah, like bro- so broken that's right neck. <laughs> that's right so i don't care if he's got a little cowboy hat on yeah playing a little freaking guitar ukulele or whatever yeah. that man will rip your face off yeah 
you know, like, he put you on a pretzel. That's what Quickly. I'm saying, man. So it didn't like, you know, he got, he could be, I think that was one of the things that was so good about him was like the real threat of danger Yeah, with this, you know, wacky character he would do at times, yeah. you know, like, so it's true. It's damn true. <laughs> you know, and it's, you know, it's about, you know, it's just like, I, I don't, I don't, I didn't get Joe Rogan's, I guess, dislike or negative energy or negative, negative, opinion on wrestling i think it was for him it was like like he didn't understand like what wrestling was what yeah. it was supposed to be how it yeah. operates like some people look at wrestling and they see all they see is oh fake fighting well yeah. why don't you just go watch a real fight that is not all the wrestling is yeah and i think it's easy and when you're not a fan i mean you, you listen to joe like i'm actually a pretty big joe Rogan mm -hmm. fan right he grew up fighting like yeah he, he did mma his whole life mm-hmm so for someone who has like done real fighting their whole life like that, mm -hmm. remember, you know, yeah. Like, you know, they, they see that and it's like, Oh, what a joke. Yeah, this, that, and the third, but then like you learn like, Oh, that's not what they're doing. Like, yeah. you and know, they're, they're, I'm sure then talking to Undertaker and he finds out Undertaker had like 20 surgeries. Yeah. Oh, Hey, one of the, one of the toughest guys, one of the toughest guys you'll ever meet. And not just that, but the, another thing I think people always prize is like, you know, car, this comes from car, the car world of Carney. That's mm -hmm. where wrestling comes from. Right. Yeah. It's real when people talk about like every old timer I ever meet, man. Like been in the been in around more than 20, 30 years, they'll tell you, man, people getting stabbed in the parking lot, doing drugs in the locker room, like wild stuff, just wild stuff. You'll hear insane stuff. And I'm like Bruiser Brody literally got murdered. Chopped up in Puerto Rico by a guy with a machete, like in the shower. Like it's insane. So so I think it just surprises people. Yeah. Like when they when they learn about it. Because like, you know, wrestling for the longest time has been a closed off industry mm -hmm. and very protected by the workers in the industry. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like a club, like, yeah. especially like you know, Robbie, Robbie Brookside, man. He'd tell me stories about like how he'd go. He was like 14 and skip school, skip, uh, skip, uh, uh football practice, soccer mm -hmm. practice. Yeah. And he'd go over and he'd train and they would just ring him out. He said, you know, mm -hmm. they'd really just smack him around for like two or three hours. Mm -hmm. And they did that for, year or two mm -hmm. until they finally got his first match and then like you know he still had to be he still had to, like he had to pay his dues mm -hmm. yeah and you know like i nowadays like it's still there a little bit mm -hmm. like but you know the industry is much more wide open now you know mm -hmm. it's yeah, not like it was where now like everything like i said everything with him like they told him like everything's closed off everything's work mm -hmm. you know like even when we're out of the bars like you know what i'm saying like the two guys just had the, the match and i'm like nowadays it will not be uncommon you go to an independent show, yeah. go to the bar, and the two guys that just had a match, mm -hmm. hated each other 20 minutes ago, are sitting at the bar. Yeah. You know, you would have never saw that. No. Ever. Never. No. no. They walk into the same bar, they're fighting. That's what they're there mm -hmm. to do. Like, you know. Like, it's like. That's right. What are they doing here? Like, yeah. you know, they, 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 the work was constant. That's why, yeah. like, when you look at the pictures of Undertaker, when you just go walk around. In all black. In all black. Not working, just yeah. in life, just like I am, I am the taker. Yeah, like, you know, and you gotta respect that, man. Yeah, like, you know, he, like he, he's he's he was he said it like I, he said I had all black clothes to to live the Undertaker character twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I bro. Hey, like I said, man. Like they used to like it's just it, it just goes to show like how much like I said how much the curtain has been pulled. Yeah. Right? Could you imagine you walking out like? all the time in the the vest and 
I just ta- I just constantly wear tight black t shirts. <laughs> yeah, all just all the all time. All the time, bro. Just looking just tight black all day, every day. <laughs> With the vest. With the vest. In Florida. In Florida. In August. <laughs> At least you're not going to be able to tell I'm sweating because it's yeah. all going to be just wet. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch me. I'm a puddle. <laughs> but um, and especially in Cali, too. I'm sure Cali, it's. Uh, I live I live close to Venice. So okay. when I go in the valley, it gets pretty bad. It'll get like 108 out yeah. there. But we live uh, 10 minutes from the beach. Okay. So like, you know. Imagine being at the beach with your. You're, you're just blood. walking around in some tactical pants <laughs> the with like the Carhartt, too. Like the yeah. fuzzy one. Oh. You're like, what are you doing? Like, not not K- dating, I'll tell you that. Kayfabe K- K- is real. Kayfabe is real. You're fake. <laughs> but oh uh, yeah, man, let's get into um let's get into man Jack Tallows, man. Um you know, Boca Raton, Championship Wrestling, as we talked about CCW, uh Coastal Championship Wrestling. Um, we talked about it last night. Uh match on impact on impact wrestling. Um, against I forgot what what's his name VSK VSK that's who it is. Uh, absolutely uh murdered him as well. Um, if you have you if you guys haven't watched that match on uh on on YouTube, um, you and uh, VSK yeah, literally just put, type in Jack Tallows versus it'll be one of the first ones that come up. Oh, completely what this ass. Um, yeah, hey, I thought I thought all in all, I thought we had I thought we had a, a good match. Though. No, it was, mean, a, it, yeah. was, it was it was a good match. Yeah, so I thought I thought that one, uh, you know, because obviously that's always a uh, opportunity. You're going on, you're going out there on the TV, and you mm-hmm. want to, you know, you want to be able to put on a good match. And, yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things again when 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 the people that give when the people that make the calls say like you know like hey, this is what it's got to be. Mm-hmm. That's what it's got to be. Yeah. So in that case, like I like I said, I thought we had a I thought we had a good match, and I you know I, I always like to give a little bit back and forth, mm-hmm. you know, because I think yeah. that's you know some level of entertainment. And then down, out for the count. <laughs> Put him down. That's right. Um, and then I know recently, I mean, good, great for him. I know you're on the last um, BRCW. That's a lot of letters for me. <laughs> All right. I, I, I'm, I'm starting to think as I'm getting older and becoming dyslexic, so I'm, I mess up a lot now. Um, so those, those acronyms are killing it. Yeah, acronyms are killing me. Uh, <laughs> but um, I know you were supposed to wrestle Top Dollar. Oh, on, yeah, on, on Frank. Frank, yo, AJ. Shout out to uh, AJ. Shout out, AJ. Um, I know you're supposed to wrestle him, but, you know, he went back to WWE yeah. um, on SmackDown. And, and um, but uh, like you know, how, how was working the indies? Like, how was how was that experience? You know, coming from the WWE umbrella. Oh wow! So, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, I had zero independent. I mm-hmm. mean, zero wrestling experience when I got into this business. Um, you know, in the world of basketball, you have an agent. Yeah, you know, you're making tape. You're out there doing other stuff. It's, it's not like this. I had no idea what to do. When I got out, I was literally the first four weeks. It was literally just me sitting there, like, which that 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 uh that list was crazy. I think it was like 150 that go around between the front, between the up the the on stage and backstage talent. I was like, because on that list was you, Jonah, Denz was on there, Noah, um, yeah, um. It was just so many people, man. I was like, and I was so many 
like good good people like i mean hey man i i mean to be honest with you part of it part of it was i felt like they were they were trying to like a like vince i mean obviously vince was coming down that whole trip thing mm-hmm. happened like everything and i'm not here to speculate on any of that yeah right but like i i feel like that happened and vince like had a whole different vision yeah and you know he was just trying to move forward with what his vision was for it like you know and that's and that's you know that's kind of always been his his thing right with wwe like you know he's always done that yeah like this that wasn't new people were shocked by it but and i get it like it was it was upsetting but that wasn't shocked. No, it, yeah, was just, like, it was just when you when you look at the list and yeah. you saw the list that they dropped because and it was crazy they dropped it like during the smackdown yeah oh man i'll never forget that call i missed a call from john lornitis i look at my phone i see that connecticut area code that Hartford, Connecticut area code. And I'm like, you know, my buddy, my buddy's there with me. And he's like, hey man, this is this is this might well be a good thing. This might be them calling you up. I was like, nah. Nah. All the stuff that's been going on, all the people that were getting released, like all around then. And I was like, and if it had been anybody else except John, I would have been like, maybe. Mm. But when I listened to the message and he was like, Hey Zach, this is John Lornitis, give me a call. And it's like, Yeah, buddy, I, I think this is it. Like, you know. I, I know I asked, I asked Dan, did he say it like how they put the statement out? Like, I wish you the best in your future endeavors. Did he say it like that? Yeah, something like that. He was like, uh, it, when we had a we had a quick conversation, right? Me and him had a quick conversation. Um, and it, everyone's going to have it. Me and John didn't have a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one thing is people are going to interact different. Like, Denzel knew John for, you mm-hmm. know, on and off. He at least met him a couple of times. Like, mm-hmm. I'd never, I'd met John once. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, but John called me and he was basically like, Hey Zach, uh, due to budget cuts, we're going to be executing blah, blah, blah. in your contract, you know, you have 30, we'll have 30 days, blah, blah, blah. He's like, but Hey man, let me tell you, like, uh, we, we see a lot of potential in you. We think you really need to keep working and we really hope we can work together again in the future. You know, obviously coming from John Laurinaitis now, that doesn't mean as much as it did then, <laughs> but, you know, not as much bull as we did. If we yeah. Stand, yeah. But, but still, um, yeah, man. I mean, and I feel like you're doing it, buried on the Indies. You're making making waves. Man, if I've if I've done anything on the Indies, it's what I've had around to help me. Because, like I said, man, mm-hmm. I didn't know, like I didn't know what to do. Right, like the first thing I did was got in school with Devon. Yeah, mm-hmm. Trover there, Triple D's out here in Orlando. If you guys ever want to get, if you're in Orlando, anywhere in the area, you guys ever want to learn how to wrestle? Yeah, it's tri- a, right off uh, East Colonial. That's right. And, and if it, you're Orlando, that's right. And if you're it, Orlando. And it's, you know what? Hey, man, he, like he's there personally. It's not just like his name on the school. Like he will, he's there to work with you. And a lot of people from. Oh, yeah. A lot of people. Like, AW, NXT, yeah. he gets his students uh, picked up a lot. Uh, so, like. Caden, Caden Carter, yeah. former. Uh, Mila Moore, yeah. uh, MJ Jenkins, AJ yeah. Francis. Frank was yeah. a student of Devon's. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and uh, Denzel. And Denzel. Yeah. So. So like you know, I always say like if that's your if that's your goal, go check him out. But mm-hmm. you know, like he was a huge help. But really, man, it was just me hitting the pavement, asking mm-hmm. people like for advice, and mm-hmm. you know, because no one, no one like not no, I I hadn't wrestled a whole lot on television. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I'd had like fifty production matches. You know, I'd mm-hmm. been there for two years working. Like I could work, and uh, but I had no tape other than like me being a security guard and me doing the WrestleMania bit. Like mm-hmm. you know, just no real wrestling stuff. And, um, yeah, it was just hard. It was just hard starting out, you know, uh, CCW and gave me one of my first, uh, the very first draw goes the very first match I had out of 
NXT and all that was uh it was in uh, LA actually it was for Get Luchador. Uh they run a good promotion over there. Uh guy goes by Norris. He's a good guy. And, and they gave me my first shot. I did uh, I did like a radio interview with him. He said, you know, we talked. He was CW and it's kind of it's kind of blossomed from there. Mm-hmm. I've been fortunate now, like you know, things have finally. It's been a year. Yeah, like August sixth. Uh, this uh, recently was a year mm-hmm. since the release, and uh, you know now it's actually officially a year second. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man, I'm just I'm I'm excited to yeah. see where it's all going. You know, got I got I just did a commercial with Bruce Buffer. Uh, you know, I saw I, that super desk. Which is super, super cool. That's what a, what a guy to meet, man! What a guy to meet. He was he was awesome. Yeah. And then I don't know if you know the two hype guys are the basketball guys on YouTube. Nah, it's no. team two hype. I, you yeah. know they got they got like two million subscribers. Uh, they're they're big. But a lot of those folks on YouTube. I, I'm not a not a hoop guy. No, no, not not a I'm, I'm definitely a hoop guy. I'm not a. I don't know. I guess I'm not just. They were talking to me the other day about like some Instagram dude, and they were like, and he's like has like. Two million followers too, and I was like, I don't know. Who I don't know these guys. social yeah. media stars either, bro. Yeah. I didn't know them until they hired me. Yeah. A great, great bunch of guys, yeah. great bunch of guys. But I just did it. You know, I just did a project with them, and they, it makes me feel like the old guy. Like, what? there's too many of them. Yeah, I no. can't. I can't know every yeah. every freaking influencer yeah. in the world because some of those if spheres of influence aren't the spheres I operate in. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, if you yeah. were somebody that I operated in that sphere, mm-hmm. maybe I'd know you. I was just like, but not feel you, man. No, but I mean, I. When I saw the thing with, with Bruce Buffer, I was like, "That's so freaking cool." Yeah, that was that was I a fun one. To, I just wanted to hear him. It's time. He said it so many times, he, <laughs> bro. And then he said it in French a couple times. Oh, yeah, okay. like you know, because like I, I can't, you know, obviously I'm under a you know NDA, but mm-hmm. so I can't say too much. But there yeah. were definitely like we had to do an English version, and we had to do a French version of mm-hmm. the commercial, and just just hearing him keep yelling it in mm-hmm. French, man. Like you know, it was I, yeah. I, yeah, it was funny. I love that guy. It's oh yeah, did, bro! Did you hear the story about him and his brother? No. Yeah, they're long lost brothers, right? I didn't. I knew they were brothers. I didn't know yeah. they were long lost. They're brothers. long lost brothers. They didn't find out about each other until later in life when they both, after they both became famous announcers. So when he, I guess one, the other one was like, "How is this guy's name?" Yeah, no. He asked his dad about it. He told me he he like you can go look at the story, and me and him talked about it too. But you can go look up the story on YouTube, and he talks about it. He's like, you know. You know, obviously Michael's coming up doing the thing mm-hmm. with uh, you know, boxing. Tyson and boxing and all that. And Bruce is coming up uh, doing all the other, like, you know, all the other stuff. And he's riding with his dad, and they grew up like 20, 30 miles away from each other in Pennsylvania somewhere. And he's riding with his dad. He's like, Dad, there's this guy, and his name's uh, Michael Buffer, and he's an announcer. And he looks a lot like me. And he's sitting there driving, and he says, His dad looks at him. And he says, Yeah. Yeah, I think that might be your long lost brother, son. <laughs> I'm like, That's crazy. Oh yeah, man. And this was this was like I said, not during the height of their career, yeah. but like on the come up. They're yeah. both becoming like you know who they are, where you are today. Like so. Wow. Oh yeah, crazy story, man. That is, I never knew that. Yeah, no, wow. neither, neither did I until like you know I, I was working with them. I was like, okay, let me check out Bruce. Yeah. I'm like, what you mean? Like they didn't know each other. Like I figured they grew up doing the same thing yeah. together at all times. Yeah. No, I thought it was like Michael got big and then they were like ufc was like well we can't afford michael let's bring bruce let's bring over bruce and then cv has the chops and then he ended up killing it and that you know he's mm-hmm. still there oh yeah he'll be there for the he'll be there for as long as he oh, can yeah. do it yeah what a professional dude man the guy was a complete professional like you yeah know, not, like, great guy 
Yeah, I, I, I love Bruce. I love Bruce, man. I'm big, Bruce, big Bruce guy. I'm definitely a big Bruce Buffer guy. I love it. I think I like Bruce more than Michael. That's fair. I mean, I obviously do at this point, but I'm biased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. He just gives me good energy. Like I, I just get good. I get good vibes from him. Yeah, Bruce Buffer. Bro, the strangest thing to me while watching him do the commercial was like, and I watch him do it now when mm-hmm. he does the announcing is like, when he gets his face, yeah. it's time. <laughs> like, and he really over-exaggerates his yeah. face. And then he'll just sit there. Yeah. And then he'll stop and he'll just go dead face. And he'll just go, de- just go deadpan on you. And I'm like, that is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's so cool. Um, But yeah, you are doing, you're, you're uh, you know, at doing acting now. Um, I want to. I, mean, I want to get them right. I want to shout out your, uh, your your talent agency. Oh, Miss Heidi Hadar. Yes. Uh, K KMR Talent Agency. Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. want to get that right. Um, what up, Heidi? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know who you are, but hello. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, like so getting into acting. I saw you. Um, you have a role or um. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but you're in the James Allen Bond movie. Yeah. So, um, and uh, it's it's so you'll find it in the deleted scenes now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I was in the most recent uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot movie. Uh, that was fun uh, because Kevin Smith is my all-time favorite director and one of my favorite actors, and just just genuinely a great human being. Uh, Jason Mew, same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was out. I got to go out to New Orleans and do the movie out there. Um, met a lot of great guys. Uh, Brian Cochran, um, Justin Long. Like I said, oh, uh, wow. Justin, I haven't heard Justin, him in a while. Justin Long was hilarious. He's, the he's first so, time I saw him was in that like courtroom scene where he's yeah. coming in and talking all that. Mm-hmm. And he's doing that. They did that take like five things. And he was just such a pro. Coming in to do it every mm-hmm. time. He had a different version of it every time. I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a secret. Justin Long fan too. Yeah, He's in man. a lot of dodgeball. Yeah. Um, Zach Amir. Zach Amir. Amir. Uh, accepted. I love accepted. Oh, accepted. Yeah, accepted. It's such it was really good. Yeah. Super slept on. Super uh, slept on. So yeah, no, that's oh, that's. Did you go to the premiere? Um, I did not. I did not get to go to the premiere. Um, I was out of the country at the time, unfortunately. Uh, so that was upsetting. But what can you do? What's yeah, next for you, man? What's a uh, man? So. You know, right now I'm actually uh, I I can't say the name of the show, but right now um, in the conversation, like so, I know there's like they're breaking it down to like the final three for a pretty major role in an NBC show that I would be interested in having. So I'm waiting to hear back about that. But other than that, man, just one day at a time, right? Like I'm I'm wrestling, I'm acting, um, you know, I'm working when I can here and there on different things. So, so you know i'm just moving forward taking the opportunities to get me like right now like the biggest thing i'm doing right this second is i'm working with a clothing company like you know like so this is actually like what i'm wearing is actually an xlt i don't know if you can tell but it's actually long enough mm-hmm. like so like right this second that's what i'm doing with them is i'm just collaborating with this clothing company it's plus two clothing they're out of australia and um i mean like i said man i'm just taking everything as it comes i mean mm-hmm. what else can you do right like mm-hmm. i'm I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm loving what I'm doing. So, feature uh, 
either CCW or a Boca Raton Championship oh, both. champion? Both. You know, there's, I gotta have, I gotta have both belts. Okay, that's all there is to it. And I gotta have, I gotta eventually. I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna decide. I'm done letting these little guys go around. And, <laughs> you know, like you know, like hold on to my belts. Yeah. At the end of the day, those all belong to me. Yeah. I'm just, just letting them hold them. Yes, yeah, placeholders for now. That's right. Just, so yeah. one day I'll get tired of it. It's a lot of um, it's a lot of um. You know, uh, baggage, baggage fees, a lot of baggage fees to carry exactly. on those belts. Yeah. So and spirit don't let you have no carry ons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that paying that forty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> just you know, lot, you know, carrying those belts a lot. I'm sure it's you know, it's it's, it's a lot of it's a lot it's of, pain. It's it's a lot pain. of yeah. So you get it. Yeah, I know. I understand. I get. I get. I get it, bro. Struggle is real. <laughs> the struggle is real. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> but um. Yeah, man. No, give them, uh, give them your socials. Um, let them know where they can reach out to you. Let them know. Um, let, let them um, let them know. You know where they could get get to you at. Even your you know for bookings for even wrestling or for acting. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, you can find me on uh, any platform: Twitter, um, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, just under Z the Tall Nomad, or just look up Zechariah Smith with an E. Uh, there's not many in the world, I promise you. So <laughs> you'll see my big ass. Uh, but uh, the, as far as emails for contacts in that regard, it's just ztjsmith974 at gmail.com. Um, I'm pretty good responding within 24 hours. And, you know, hey, man, like I just said, I'm open to like whatever happens next. So, but uh, hey, seriously, can't thank you enough for having me, though, man. I'm like, like, it's been a blast. Hey, I, I appreciate you coming on, man. Like, I'm thankful for, you know, every, I'm thankful for every person that comes on um, here, bro. You guys are giving me the chance to that. I don't like, you know, like kind of like what you were talking about with the, with WWE, like you, you're out there and you probably like don't have like, you're in a position when you got signed with WWE, like you're in a position that like these you're probably people in WWE who will like wrestle for like 10, 